Alive, the values and freedoms that the Anzacs fought for. Hi, this is Alex Defner with a reminder that you can support Jai Air by joining as a member at jai-air.com.au. Your membership fee of $54 a year will help Jai Air maintain its commitment of bringing your community to you. Find us on Facebook. Just head to www.facebook.com forward slash J Air Radio. That's two R's. J Air Radio. You are listening to J Air, 88 FM. Thank you. Yes, this is J Air, broadcasting on 88 FM in Melbourne, Australia. You could also hear streaming audio from our website at j-air.com.au or find us on the Community Radio Plus app. This information comes to us from a newsletter published by the Zionist Federation of Australia. And in the latest edition, there's a lot of information to be read and digested. There's an article about the ZFA having organised a week-long tour of Israel by a group of Australian Jewish youth leaders. You can read about the ZFA president participating in a global forum on anti-Semitism, with that forum being held at the Knesset. There's an opinion piece and summary on the recent ICJ findings. And a note that bookings are now open for a UIA gala event taking place next month. The event is called Rebuilding the Dream, Uniting Hearts, Rehabilitating Israel. You can catch up with all the information on the newsletter by visiting the Zionist Federation website at zfa.com.au. folks and welcome to another edition of 10k radius brought to you by mgm productions that's mendel gabriel and Macy. morning mendel good morning gary good morning to listeners it's glad great. you made it yeah great to be back in the studio minus one it's, it's mg again today because yeah. morris is away on his uh business on his geschäften trips <laughs> So we hope he's uh, doing well. Well, put it this way, he didn't respond to our text messages. True. And yeah. he missed out on the 100 million last night or the 200 million. Yeah, two winners, Gary, last two night, winners. actually. And um, I was just looking at some of the figures there, Gary. We had a little win, our little syndicate, MGM. We got two numbers and a Powerball. Which equates to $12.20. Better than nothing. It's Besser. still a return. That's for the Stoch in Loch. $10.80, the ticket gives you a return of $12.20. That's a profit. 
Yeah, you can't complain. You can't go broke making a profit. You've got to be in it to win it, Gary. Two winners. But looking at the... Um, if you got seven straight, the second division, there were 22 winners at 177,000 each. Not bad. They've made it hard with that extra number, haven't they? Yeah, they, yeah. they, they did a survey several years ago on what you'd like to see as a ticket buyer. And I think most people opted for big jackpots. Correct, yeah. Not that they would win it, <laughs> but they opted for it. At Lou, as a mid, Gary, there was... That's um, right. The, uh, I was just, as we know, the, the, the odds are huge of getting it. It's 34 million to one, I'd say. Gary, you're nearly there. One in 134,940,000. About 135 million to one chance on one coupon. You know, a single entry. But two well, people two have got pe- it. Two people beat the odds. Yeah, throughout Australia. None, none from Victoria, I think. And one from, one from uh, Queensland and one from New South Wales. Yeah, and one's a. Um, uh, unregistered ticket. <laughs> That'll be could, be, could be in the rubbish bin. You never know, Gary. Let uh, me play the disclaimer before we go on any further. Good on you, Gary. And that way we can say whatever we like without fear of retribution. Well, not really, but we'll play it anyway. J-Air is not responsible for the views and opinions expressed by its presenters or guests. J-Air presents a wide variety of views and opinions which is to the benefit and purpose of community radio. Gary, they say your best chance of winning a big uh, jackpot is... Buy a ticket. Yeah, but uh, on an overseas lottery called Health Lottery in the the United Kingdom, and it's one in 2.1 million. So that... Far better chance... I don't know what an entry costs. Look that up later if you get... Time health the, lottery, yeah. Health, the health lotto in, in the UK, one in 2.1 million. It's run by the National Health Service, is it? Probably goes to a good cause, but anyway. And interesting, Gary, on last night's numbers, the Powerball was the same as the previous, previous week. week yeah. Number 10, if people were looking for uh, omen bets and so forth. And the, the numbers last night they ran in some sort of some sort of sequence, 112, 23, 26, 32, 33, 35, Gary. Mm. And a lot of those numbers, birth dates, so people... Uh, well, it only goes up to 35. Yeah. Were you born on the 30, 35th of January or something? <laughs> and, uh, a lot of those uh, five numbers people would have taken. So I take 35 because I can't take 36. Because it only goes up yeah. to 45. Yeah, Pal, um, Lotto goes to 45, doesn't it? Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's a pity we can't have 36, double high. Anyway, that's double the... high and 17. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, this is 10K Raiders. We're brought to you by MGM Productions every Friday at 10 a.m. till noon. If you'd like to text us a message, 040455. Six nine double eight, or give us a call in the studio. Don't forget to leave your name at the end of the text messages. Otherwise, you're just a three-digit number. Nine zero six nine two zero eight six. 
Don't forget the membership drive, Gary. I'll oh, play the little thing. We, yeah, we're always after we're, members. We're plugging that $54 per annum, and it's I think it's tax, tax deductible as no, well. No, not the membership. Not the membership. Oh, donations would be. Donations over $2, though. Yeah, j-hair.com.au. Click on the uh, link to the memberships stroke donations, and uh, you're doing yourself... Uh, a great mitzvah supporting uh, Australia's only Jewish community radio station. And the biggest one on the Southern Hemisphere, along with the sharks <coughs> and the water and the Tierra del Fuego. Now, let's have a look at what's on the program today. Today is Friday, the 2nd of February, 2024. It's day 33 or 366. I remember to put the uh, leap year in. After today, 333 days are left of this year, and this corresponds to the 23rd of Shvat, 5784. Part of the week is Yisro or Yitro, meaning Jethro, and it's found in Exodus 18.1. Light candles today at 8.15. PM. You can light them at eight fifteen AM, that's a bit earlier though. And Shabbos ends tomorrow at nine fifteen PM. It's also Shabbos Mavachim, which is the Shabbos that blesses the new month, and a special prayer is recited for Rosh Chodesh. Rosh Chodesh will be Adar one. Yeah, which will take place today week. Gary, the 9th of February, Adar 1, and there's... Falls on Friday and Shabbos. And Saturday, two days Rosh Chodesh, Adar 1, because mm. we're in leap year for both secular and uh, Hebrew. Mm. Are so they catching up with us or we're catching up with them? We're, we're catching up. Okay. Because we go on the uh, the lunar cycle of... Uh, we discussed this many times with Morris, uh, 354 days in the lunar cycle per year. So they have to add that extra leap year seven times in 19 years, Gary, according to the Jewish mm. sages who formulated this. It's a whole topic another time, yeah, Gary, but that's the general. It the is. You have to make up those uh, lost days. To, uh, to make up the uh, how many months we got thirteen isn't it this this time around thirteen yeah yes. and the arrow is kosher according to the COSV which is very nice Gee, do, you, do you use the arrow yes I use the arrow Gary just interesting uh, eight fifteen start Shabbos nine fifteen finish yes spot on twenty five hours it's very rare. Is that it? that happens, yeah, it'll be a minute or two out. Yes, for some reason that's exactly. Some listener might be able to tell us. I think it's just in the uh, in the um, <laughs> the phases, yeah. the phases yeah. of the moon and so forth. Anyway, it's going to be a big show, Gary. It's going to be a big show. For those of you interested in the weather. The forecast for today is partly cloudy and a maximum of 21. 
At the moment, it's 18.8 with a south southwesterly wind at 13 kilometres an hour. That's just a little zephyr in a windy city like Melbourne. Forecast for tomorrow is a bit warmer, sunny, overnight low of 13 and a maximum of 31. Sunny with light winds and on Sunday it could be a bit warmer, sunny with a cool change. Sounds like a rock record, but <laughs> sunny with a cool change. <laughs> yeah. The Melbourne forecast is sunny, light winds becoming northwest to northeasterly at 20 to 25 to 40 kilometres an hour. That'll make that'll dry the snot out of your nose. During the morning, then shifting cooler south to southwesterly during the afternoon. So a cool change. And on Monday, showers and 22. It's a funny summer we're having. Up and down. 34 predicted Sunday, Gary. 34. Yep. And in regional areas of Victoria, they're saying up to 40 degrees Sunday. It's going to be a real stinker in some areas. That was the prediction a few Mm -hmm. days ago. A big forecast area. Let's have a look. Let's just take Ballarat, for example. Forecast for Saturday is 33. Forecast for Sunday is 36. So there you go. Mildura will be up oh, in the early low 40s, I would say. Sunday. Let's have a look, see if we can find Mildura. Hamsim. <laughs> Gary? Hotsin. Uh, weather, uh, let me see. Saturday in the mid to high 30s. Mm. Sunday, low 40s. Yeah, there you go. In it's Perth, when it got hot, we used to fry eggs on the road. I believe you, yeah. I didn't eat them. It used to play around. Melbourne hasn't had a heat wave yet. I think it's, it'll come later. Well, the news services say a heat wave is one day of hot weather. <laughs> what is a heat wave, anyway? Let's have a look at what's on the uh, program today. We've got uh, days of the year. We've got a lot of those today. Mm. Uh, we'll have a, a roundup of Jewish winners of uh, New Year's. Uh, New Year's. <laughs> I just swallowed with chewing gum. Australia up. Day. Australia Day. Honours list. Yeah. Honours list. Yep. New Year's honours list. Yeah, a while we do ago. that every year. It's our Min Hug on 10K Radius. Yes. And also mid year. This year will be uh, King's, King's Birthday Honours List. We'll have, uh, we won't have Twatum, but we'll have stuff from the Jewish world. We'll have the lives of others, which is every Jew in the world. We might not have a specific one today. Uh, we'll have the... We've got something, yes. Yeah. Australia Day honours that. That'll yep. be the lives of others. Mendel's Mice, if he's got any. Uh, some uh, Yiddish. Yes, yeah, some Yiddish. A joke or two. Yeah. Some music. Uh, Harsh of the week, Yisro. Shout outs, the return of the dreaded lower back of <laughs> oh, 594 Inkerman Road, Council Corner on this day and on this day in Judaism. There's plenty of things to talk about. Haven't got any text messages yet. No. Gary, can you, um, do you have any information on the court case a couple of weeks ago with our, one of our presenters, Ronen Cohen? I what don't was the know outcome the, of that. I, I, I'm not, not sure. 
Mm. It uh, was on a Friday, I believe, about two weeks ago. One, a listener may be able to help us out. He was uh, involved in that Chapel Street incident where he was on his bike with an Israeli flag on the back, correct, Gary? And he was attacked and... and uh, Assaulted. Assaulted. They, I yeah, think I think he took the uh, assaultees to court. He did, Gary. And I don't know the result. We would like the result of that. I haven't seen anything. Uh, uh, might have been... Uh, Maybe adjourned or... Adjourned, uh, yeah. It was the Melbourne Magistrates Court. Or uh, they got a tap on, uh, slap over the wrist. Anyway, give us a ring, 9069-2086. Very good presenter. On, on a Sunday morning, I believe, Gary? Sunday morning at 10am. Yeah. Peace of mind. Now, shall we play a song or shall we go straight into it? I reckon go straight into the National Theme Day as we do each week. Yeah, National Theme Days as celebrated by this US website. The first one I have is National Crepe Day. Yeah, most of these, we must tell the listeners, Gary, are reflected on um, people in Canada and America. Not so much over here, are they? And, and they're our attempt at humour. Yeah. What have you got there? National Crepe Day. Crepe Day, yes. I, I t- Which give is a tick pancakes, for that one. I suppose. Yeah. I've got National oh, Galette in print. Bubble Gum Day. <laughs> lollipop, lollipop, lollipop. Bubble Gum. You know those big uh, balls? Yeah. Very good fit. Jawbreakers. Jawbreakers, that's the word, Gary. Uh, World Play Your Ukulele Day. Yes, got that. When I'm Cleaning Windows, George Formby. Uh, National River Day. That could mean anything. Mm. National Bubblegum Day, as you've just said. National uh, Self-Renewal Day. Ooh, I don't have that one. Refresh your batteries, probably. Don't forget to put the batteries in the door lock. Gary, the main one, I'm sure you'll have it there. Na- well, they call it National Hedgehog Day. Yes. Or, what's the other word for it? Groundhog that's Zero, isn't it? Oh, there's a Groundhog Day as well. That's to, that's the same. They've just used different terminology. Is here. that right? Yeah. That's all connected. Spiny Anteater Day, National yeah. Echidna Day. And that's all connected with the, is it the badger that comes out or is supposed to come out on the 2nd of February? Mm, this is, I'm trying from memory, Gary, to do with the equinox, to tell people when uh, the end of winter. I'm not familiar with <laughs> so, American no, customs. It's based on that movie, and they've brought out a, 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 a show now, a live show on. There was uh, a film with it, Graham. Yeah, uh, Bill, Murray. Bill Murray. Great movie, and there's a cult following from that, and they've produced a musical now. It's, it premiered in Melbourne yesterday. Mm. Uh, so Got me on that one. Yeah. Uh, I'm only interested in sport. No? Cricket. Football football starts in about a month. Yep, you're right there, Gary. Did you have World Wetlands Day? Uh, I think I've got that one. Or you had it under River Day. Yeah. River Wetlands. Yeah, I'll, I'll read the list. National Catchers Day, that's for baseball or softball. 2FA Day. 2FA, is that a radio station or something? Could be. I wonder what the FA stands for. Football mm. Association or... Funny all, flip all, or yeah. something else. Or something else we won't say. Okay. Candle Mass Day. 
I think that's something to do with religion and lighting candles in church. National Hedgehog Day, which we've had. National Working Naked Day. You can only do that from <laughs> home. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're fully clothed in the studio here. Of course, there's a camera here. I don't know if it works. Groundhog Day, which we've mentioned. National Wear Red Day. I've got white on. You've got grey. Black. Black is the new grey. <laughs> grey is the new red day. National Give Kids a Smile Day. That does. That's a good day any day. National Sled Dog Day. Say that with a mouthful of marbles. Uh, Marmot Day. I think they just make these up for advertising purposes. National Tater Tot Day. That's a like a French potato. Fried mashed potato, I think. Lung Leaving Day. I don't know what that is. World Wetlands, we've mentioned. And National Brown Dog Day. There was one yesterday, Gary. National Freedom Day. Hmm. Free the hostages. Free, the, free yeah. any hostages. Anywhere in the world. Yeah. Now, shall we continue or play a bit of music? I reckon some music might be the go. We'll play Brother Doodoo and with a song called Simchas. Goes for four minutes, 24 seconds. So you'll have time to put on the kettle and toast a bagel. Here we go.
Brother Dudu with a, a song called Simchus. Very good choice, Gary. Nice and Labadik. <laughs> Speaking of Labadik, you're going to talk about Groundhog Day. Oh, just a few uh, lines to mention the origin. It uh, derives uh, from the Pennsylvania Dutch superstition that if a groundhog emerges from its burrow on this day, the 2nd of February, and sees its shadow... It will retreat to its den and winter will go on for six more weeks. If it does not see its shadow, spring will arrive early. I was about right with that, the equinox type thing. But in Germany they call it a badger, don't they? Well, uh, all, all sorts of little... <laughs> oh, it's a rat. It's a rat. In it's other a rat. Anyway, that's it. We've got a, um, a special guest in the studio, Gary. Robert Bonchek, welcome. Uh, he's popping in, turning on the lights, wasting power. <laughs> and let's play this. Enjoy listening to J-Air? Support us and become a member by visiting our website, j-air.com.au. And this? We're always looking for people with an interest in radio, either presenting your own show or being on the technical side. Become a volunteer now. Head to our website at j-air.com.au. Follow the Get Involved link and click on Become a Volunteer Now. This is our custom. We'll do what's happening on this day in history. We're going to change the format one day, but we haven't got around to making up a new one. We'll, so have we'll, a, we'll stick with the old one. We'll have an AGM with Morris and uh, map out a new program for the new year. Historical eh? events on February the 2nd. In 1653, New Amsterdam becomes a city and is later renamed... Uh, New York City. New York City, NYC. The Big Apple. The Big Apple. In 1848, the Treaty of Guadalupe Hidalgo ends the Mexican-American War. Mexico loses 55% of its territory to the US, including California, Nevada and Utah in exchange for 15 million. Crikey, I wouldn't mind being a real estate agent now in that area. And this is interesting. In 1901, the funeral of Queen Victoria takes place in St George's Chapel, Windsor Castle in England. She was on the throne for more than 60 years. Mm. And I think Queen Elizabeth beat her to the punch in terms of um, length of service. In 1922, James Joyce's novel Ulysses is first published by Sylvia Beach in Paris with a thousand copies printed. In 1943, the German Sixth Army surrenders after the Battle of Stalingrad in a major turning point in Europe in World War II. Here's a Idi Amin in 1971, Aus Milton Alborte, and appoints himself President and Dictator of Uganda. What an arschloch he was. Mm. Bandit. Bandit. <laughs> he ended yeah. up living in the south of France. Mm. I don't know if he's still alive. I wouldn't think so. No. Barbara Streisand's first number one hit, The Way We Were, was released in 1974. That's a... Theme from the be- uh, the movie of the same year, Gary. The Way We Were. 50 years ago. Yeah, with Robert Redford, I think she started. Yeah. Great singer, songwriter, actress, uh, and a Yiddish girl. 
Barbara Super Bowl, uh, whatever number it is, uh, 21, 22 is on again with Taylor Swift catching the headlines for being the boyfriend of a football player. Crikey. Mm. Or is it the other way around? No, that sounds right. Anyway, the 2014 Super Bowl was Super Bowl XLV11. 43 or 48 at the MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey the Seattle Seahawks beat Denver Broncos 42-8 that's a thrashing did you know in February on this day February the 2nd 1935 Leonard Keeler first uses his polygraph machine on criminals later convicted of assault on its findings in Portage, Wisconsin. The polygraph, the lie detector. First used in 1935. Famous birthdays. James Joyce. Uh, the, the novelist, yeah. The novelist, uh, yeah. 1882 to yes. 1941. Yes. Frank Lloyd, 1886 to 1960. Now, Frank Lloyd was Scottish-American film director. His um, most prominent works include Mutiny on the Bounty in 1935 and Cavalcade in 1933, both of which won him Academy Awards for Best Director. Director. Antonio Segni, S-E-G-N-I, was born in 1891 and died in 1972. And Antonio was the Prime Minister of Italy between 55, 57, 59, 60, 62, 64. And he was born in Sardinia. Italy's had a lot of governments since the end of the Second World War. George Hallas, or Halash. 1995 to 1983, 1895 he was born, was the founder of the National Football League's Chicago Bears. Influential leader among the NFL's ownership, that's American football. Famous birth, celebrity birthday, so Farrah Fawcett, 1947. Yes, good actress. Died in 2009. One of Charlie's Angels. Ina Garten, 76 today. She's a TV cook show host, I think. And Shakira's 47 today. Okay, a good good singer, yeah. Now, oh, this is interesting. In, In 1892, the longest boxing match took place under modern rules, 77 rounds between Harry Sharp and Frank Cosby. Marathon, Gary. Ah. Crikey. One punch in the head per round, that's 77. I wonder how they felt afterwards. We'll skip through famous weddings. Famous deaths. Dmitry Mendeleev. 1834-1907. Dmitry was a Russian fellow, a Russian chemist and inventor best known for formulating the periodic law and creating a version of the periodic table of elements. Yeah, it was him. Yes, that's, we had to study that in our chemistry courses, Gary, the periodic t- table, hydrogen, helium, lithium, it starts with. 
brilliant. People know it off by heart. I only remember a couple the first. of hundred in there. Yeah. Boris Karloff, 1887 to 1969. Boris Karloff was a horror movie actor. Not that any of those old films were terribly horror, horrifying. Sid Vicious, 1957. Ah, uh, yeah, punk, punk rocker he was, yes. Died in 1979. He yeah. was on the Sex Pistols. Probably an overdose, I think, from memory. He died of an overdose. Overdose of idiocy. Mm. Fred Perry. Tennis player, 1909 to 1995. Gene Kelly. Oh, yeah, famous uh, dancer, dancer, actor. actor. Yeah. Singing, singing in the Rain, he singing was famous Singing in the Rain, that was for. a great, great, great movie, that one. Great scene with, with him um, dancing in the street in the rain. With Ginger Rogers, he did was a lot of performances, Gene Kelly. Was it Ginger Rogers? No, that was Fred Astaire. Oh, Fred Astaire, yeah, you're right. But Sinkers in the Rain, yeah, that's Uh, Gene Philip Seymour Hoffman, 1967 to 2014. Oh, yes, the great actor he was, actually, yeah. I think he died of an overdose or something. Yep, I think you're right, Gary, yeah. Recent death, so we know, Franz Beckenbauer we've had. I don't think we'll go through the recent deaths. Now, This on this day in Judaism, Mendel? Yeah, uh, just give out uh, another ad before I get them up, Gary. Okay. Just another station ID or something, and we'll have a look at you. The station with the best music. Best music. Best music. I love the music. Best music. J-Air 88 FM. Enjoy listening to J-Air Support us and become a member by visiting our website, j-air.com.au. Don't forget, later on in the program, we'll have our uh, Australia Day honours list and we'll have some Yiddish, a a joke, more music, uh, partial of the week and shout-outs. So stay tuned. Yep. A jam-packed show, Gary. Uh, today in Yiddish history, we look at the 23rd of Shvat. And I'll just go back to yesterday, Gary, an important date on the Jewish calendar, the 22nd of Shvat, uh, was uh, the site of the Rebetzin Chaya Mushka Schnurzen, who was born in 1901, wife of the Lubavitcher Rebbe. She passed away on the 22nd day of Shvat in the year... Uh, in 1988, which was 5748. And uh, also yesterday was the Yorzeit. A lot of uh, people would know of the Kotzka, K-O-T-Z-K-E-R, the Kotzka Reb. He died in 1859 on the 22nd of Shavat. He was a renowned Hasidic leader and forerunner of the Gera Hasidic dynasty, which was at one stage the biggest uh, Hasidic movement in the world, Gary. Let's have a look at some other interesting Yiddish history for the 23rd day of Shavad. And uh, let's have a look. Uh, The War on Benjamin in the time uh, 1228 before the Common Era, Armies of the tribes of Israel converged upon the tribe of Benjamin, Benjamin, in the aftermath of the Consubine at 
giver incident in a war which nearly brought about the extinction of the Benjaminites. And uh, and this is related in the book of Judea, chapters 19, uh, verse 2. And the event occurred during the judgeship of Othniel ben Knaz, K-N-A-Z, who led the people of Israel in the years 2533 to 2573 from creation, which is in the period of 1228 BCE. The war on Benjamin took place on the 23rd of Shavuot. Gary, we'll have a look at a couple of more items. We've got time today. Yeah, we've got plenty of time. Uh, Let's have a look. Stinger, if you like. No, here we go, the 23rd of Shavuot. We go to the aish.com website. And they're talking about here uh, some interesting events. I'll just get the main ones here on this date. 23rd of Shabbat, 1918, the Jewish Legion left England to join the Allies in liberating Palestine Palestine from the Turks. Four years earlier, Zev Jabotinsky had proposed that a Jewish Legion be formed, but the British resisted the idea of Jewish volunteers fighting on the Palestinian front. This led instead to the establishment of the Zion, Zion Mule Corps, Meanwhile, Jabotinsky pursued his project of a Jewish legion, which was eventually designated as the 38th Battalion of the Royal Fusiliers. Fusiliers. Fusiliers, yeah, that's it. And this included British volunteers, members of the former Zion Mule Corps, and um, also a large number of Russian Jews and later joined by a large number of American volunteers. A few years later, the Jewish Legion was demobilized by the anti-Zionist British military administration, yet it would be remembered as the first organized Jewish fighting force since Roman times and a precursor to the Israeli Defense Force, the IDF. That is a very interesting bit of history, Gary, with Yabotinsky. And uh, the first organised Jewish fighting force. Now, we'll have a... Yes, Gary? Got more? Yes, there's one more. We're going to have a look at uh, historical events for tonight, Erev Shabbos, the 24th of Shvat, 5784. And it's the 11th month of the Jewish year. And here it talks about... Zachariah's prophecy back in the year 351 before the common era on the 24th day of the 11th month which is the month of Shavuot in the second year of the reign of Darius the word of God came to to Zechariah he was a great prophet the son of Berechiah the son of Ido the prophet saying he they Here we quote, I will return to Jerusalem in mercy. My house will be built within her and the Lord shall yet console Zion and shall yet choose Jerusalem. Famous words from Zechariah chapter 1 verses 7 to 17. This was two years before the completion of the second temple, Gary, which happened on the third of Adar, 3412 in the year 349 BCE. 
The last bit of history for the uh, for Erev Shabbos tonight, the 24th of Shabbat, talks about the passing of Rebetzin Menucha Rachel in the year 1888. Re- Rebetzin Menucha Rachel Slonim, she was the daughter of Rabbi Dov Bear of Lobavitch and a granddaughter of Rabbi Shneur Zalman of Liadi was born on the 19th of Kislev in 1798, the very day on which her illustrious grandfather was freed from his imprisonment in the uh, Peter Paul Fortress in Petersburg. She was thus named Manucha, which means uh, peace, tranquility, and uh, Rachel was the name of a daughter of Rabbi Schneur Zalman, who died in her youth. The Rebison's lifelong desire to live in the Holy Land was realized in 1845 when she and her husband, Rabbi Yaakov Slonim, who died in 1857, they led a, a contingent of Hasidim who settled in Hebron, fam- famed for her wisdom, piety, and Erudition, she served as the matriarch of the Hasidic community in Hebron until her passing in her 90th year in 1888. So keep that in mind, the Yorzat of Rebetzin Menucha Rachel, who passed away in 1888 on the 24th day of Shabbat. May her memory be a blessing, Zichron Lebracha. So there's our history today, Gary, 24 stroke, 24 Shabbat. And I'll hand it back to you. You need a ta for that. Uh, for those interested in the weather, it's rocketed up to 18.5, heading for a maximum of 21. And the time is 10.42. I hope you made your toast, morning toast and bagel and tea. What are we doing? Oh, I've got uh, a joke. Yeah, joke I've, I've would be a, perfect, Gary. Perfect timing. This is the Thursday joke of the day, maybe Thursday joke of the week, from the Jewish Humour website on Facebook, which has about 240,000 members. A woman learned about Judaism and decided that she wanted to convert. She went through years of study and met all the requirements. The only thing left was the mikvah. Everyone knows what that is. Ritual immersion. The problem was that she had a terrible fear of drowning and so could not get herself to go down to the mikvah. She went from rabbi to rabbi to find one that would let her convert without that last step, but none would consent. Finally, she went to Rabbi Schmendrick. (laughs) (laughs) It's already funny. Who had a reputation of finding solutions to any problem and ways around even the strictest halachas. After meeting with him, he thought long and hard and then asked her, Can you go in up to your knees? She said, Yes. Can you go in up to your waist? Again, affirmative. What about to your neck? After pondering for a while, she finally agreed. Okay, then, how about just a little more and put your head in? Absolutely not, she said. It's impossible for me. The rabbi finally consented to convert her if she went in up to her neck, but there was one problem. Thank you, Rabbi, I'll do it. But what's the problem? Well, he said, you'll be considered Jewish, but you'll always have a goyish cop. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful. Boom, boom. Talking about Schmendricks and Schlemiels and Schlemuzzles, Gary, do you know the difference between a Schmendrick and a Schlemiel? No. The Schlemiel uh, spills his soup on the Schmendrick. 
Boom, boom, boom. Anyway, here's a shout-out, Gary, okay. for a very important event coming up uh, 24th of February, Sunday. And uh, we spoke about it briefly last week, a fundraiser for the Ballarat Shul. I was uh, going to bring that up. It's a unique cultural music experience to help raise funds. And what does that mean? A unique cultural music well, experience. Well, it's, it's completely different. It's going to be in the shul with seating for about 200, 200, 250. Gary featuring London's renowned klezmer violinist, Ilana Kravitz. Mm. And she was uh, uh, co-founder of the London Klezmer Quartet. She's also director of the London International Klezmer Experience. And uh, there's going to to be a couple of Australian artists, including local chap uh, Ernie Gruner. I can play some of the London Klezmer Quartet. We've got that on our thing. That'd be great. Ernie Gruner will be there, local boy. Nella Trifkovic and Irene Vella. These are all passionate exponents of the Bosnian, Sveda and Svaradic Jewish songs. It's going to be a great afternoon and your Admission f- ticket gives you an afternoon tea at the end of the concert. Doors open 1.30pm, $50 plus booking fee, and you go onto the Try Booking site. There's no cash sales at the door, Gary. You p- pre-bookings with Try Booking, you'll find it there. And uh, it's the doors will open at 1.30pm. Sunday, the 25th of February, A good cause. A good cause. And here's the London Klezmer Quartet so you get an idea of what you might be in for. The Patch Melody. joke before you go to the jokes Gary I missed a couple of um, other events in Jewish history for the oh for the 2nd of February fired, Max get out <laughs> they've just they've just come up on the screen now Gary uh, yesterday the 1st of February was the uh, anniversary of a tragic event the shuttle Columbia disaster back in 2003 oh, yeah. Gary when uh, the Israeli astronaut Ilan Ramon was uh, tragically killed. Yeah, may her memory be a blessing. Amen. And also today, Gary, a famous day in Jewish history, we mention the first professional fight of Jewish boxer Jackie Fields, 1925. Was he an Englishman? I don't know. I well, look, <laughs> Jackie Fields, eh? That'll be a Did he win? I don't know. That'll yeah. be an interesting uh, tidbit for the Nissan Twins, who uh, yeah. are great supporters of Jay Air, and we've had them on the show a couple of times already, Gary. 
I'll just do a quick search while you... Jackie Fields was an American Jewish boxer, two-time welterweight champion, Olympic gold medalist, a member of the Boxing Hall of Fame. There you go. He's born in Chicago. And... Uh, the age of 14 started getting into the boxing ring a lot of people did boxing as a way of defending themselves mm. and getting out of the oh, ghetto oh yeah oh yeah it was a tough life then Gary African Americans <laughs> and Jews yeah minorities was, yeah there you go Jackie Fields and playing in the background was the London Klezmer Quartet which you can hear at Ballarat on the 27th was it Max? At 25th of February 25th of February in a couple of weeks yep that was the patch medal. I can play some more later on. Yeah, that'd be great. Now, we've got another joke coming up. I've got a a short little joke from the Jewish Humour website on Facebook. One Shabbat morning, a mother went into the bedroom to wake her son and tell him it was time to get ready to go to shul, to which he replied, I'm not going. Why not, she asked. I'll give you two good reasons, he said. One, they don't like me, and two, I don't like them. (laughs) His mother replied, I'll give you two good reasons why you must go to shul. One, you're 54 years old, and two, you're the rabbi. <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom. Boom, boom. It's time for some shout-outs, Gary. Shout-outs. And uh, let's talk about the great uh, organisation, Beit Raphael, who you uh, have used many times, Gary. Yes. And uh, you A very good service. We give a shout-out to Adina and DL and all the crew and all the volunteer drivers who uh, dedicate uh, most of their week to driving people to appointments. The phone number to ring is 0421-408-522. They've got uh, 24-7 hospital accommodation if needed at uh, Clayton, Malvern, North Melbourne and the Alfred. They've got the vehicles with uh, wheelchair accessibility and the normal medical shuttle service uh, vehicles. A great cause. Beit Raphael, they're here for you. Beit Raphael, Bikur Hulim, the number again, 0421-408-522. And in the coming next coming weeks we'll talk about their big uh, pre-Pesach raffle which is a great uh, fundraiser and uh, some really great uh, prizes to be won. Stay tuned over the next few weeks we'll tell you more about the raffle next cab off the rank Gary I'll give it to you the Melbourne Jewish Charity Fund there we have Gary, Gary that's for you well, Melbourne Jewish Charity Fund, yep. MJCF, is a non-partisan organisation committed to supporting all members of our local Jewish community in need. MJCF prides itself on the uniquely high proportion of donor monies that reach our recipients. We work directly with those in need to improve life opportunities, reduce homelessness, vulnerability and restore dignity into people's lives. For more information, call this number, 8587-7244, or go onto their website, mjcf.com.au. 
Melbourne Jewish Charity Fund. Yeah, another great cause and a great organisation. The next one we look at, Gary, is uh, Kosher Meals on Wheels, and they've asked me to put out a, uh, a request uh, for more volunteer drivers. They're a bit short at the moment, so please come on board and do a great mitzvah for this uh, vital community service, which has been going Kanana Horam uh, 55-plus years um, Kosher Meals on Wheels, and you can call them to inquire about uh, volunteering or if you want to order meals, the number to ring is 0474-215-996. The website, Kosher Meals on Wheels, one word, dot org, dot au, and uh, they... Uh, they supply over a million meals. They have oh, probably millions of meals, Gary, over the years to hospitals and old age facilities, institutions, and uh, we give them a big shout out most weeks. It was started in 1972, to be exact, Gary. I see that uh, as, a, as a shout out, I see that the Kadima. Jewish Cultural Library Centre and Library has uh, put out its monthly magazine uh, newsletter with a message from the CEO, Rachel Craypot, and uh, it has information about upcoming events at Kadima. Michael Gawenda will be speaking. Join us for an evening with acclaimed author, journalist and Yiddish lover Michael Gwenda in conversation with former ABC broadcaster Ramona Koval. That's on Tuesday the 13th of February at 7 o'clock. You'll have to contact the Kadima to get booking information, I don't know. And also Kadima has... Um, Yiddish classes, if you're interested. One one starts on Monday, February the 15th, Term 1, goes to Thursday, March 28th. I don't know any more details of that. The coordinator is Esther Singer. So give the Kadima a call. There's a beginner's class, continuing class, fluent class. Kadima. Kadima, yep. 7 L Selwyn Street, Elsenwick. Yeah, next one a shout out we give to the CSG. Great community service they do. Their phone number is 1300 You should uh, get uh, their app, which is Jeep, J-E-A-P, the Jewish Emergency app. You can get that and stick it on your phone through the Google Play or App Store, Gary. CSG, a vital service for our Jewish community, 1300 Now, there's another shout-out now. We go to the um, reunion, the 100-year anniversary, 3rd St Kilda Danglo, Danglo's own scout group. A big event coming up in April, Sunday the 7th of April, 2 o'clock, at the Scout Hall in Avoca Avenue, Elwood, and uh, it's going to be a magnificent event with uh, 28th Glenara Venture Unit, 
which was started by the Third St Kilda, and they're inviting all to commemorate this most uh, significant milestone in Jewish scouting. There's going to be presentations, speakers, and uh, an afternoon tea, and uh, go on to the Glenora uh, website or 28th Glenora at vicventurers.com.au. We'll have more about this leading up to the event. We'll try and get someone in the studio, Gary, talk about the history of uh, the scouting and Bob a job in, and all that. Big pardon? Bob a job. <laughs> yeah, and maybe the. Uh, the, the girl guides. There was a big uh, Jewish, the number of Jewish groups over the years, the Scouts, the Cubs, and we'll get them all in one day into the studio. But keep that in mind. The Third St Kilda Danglo's Own Scout Group Reunion, 100-year anniversary, Sunday the 7th of April. We've got a couple of minutes left till the break. At yeah. 10, well, 11 o'clock. Good, Gary. We'll go through a couple more community shout-outs, but we've got a bit of time before the 11 o'clock break. Um, Ninety seconds. Have we? <laughs> uh, let's talk about. Uh, uh, I'll um, give you a muzzle top, Gary, to um, Morty and Miriam Gold Goldman. Uh, what? What's the muzzle top? Uh, the muzzle top is on the birth of a baby. Muzzle top to them. Muzzle top. <laughs> And to the uh, Goldman and Hoen families. A boy or a girl? Uh, a baby boy in Monzi. In the oh, really, yeah. yeah, in the from area there. Ex-Melbourne uh, people there, they'll know what I'm talking about. Muzzletoff, the <laughs> Goldman and Hoen families. And we'll, we'll, uh, we'll find some more as we go along, Gary. Just a quick joke. It's Yiddish Wednesday. Okay, you can learn a little Yiddish on Wednesday, which is past, but one of the promotions for it is if you can't say something nice, say it in Yiddish. Good. Good. Yeah. Sounds more exciting in Yiddish, doesn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. Satatam, they say. It's got more <laughs> taste. We've got uh, 10 seconds left till the break, so we'll play out now. Jerusalem, if you want to be informed about events in Israel our complicated political system, interviews with international personalities, how we cope economically, religion and state, or on a variety of other matters that I think you would like to know about, then tune in to Walter's World every Tuesday at 11 a.m. or find it on demand on the JR website. Don't miss it. Find us on Facebook. Just head to www.facebook dot com forward slash J Air Radio. That's two R's. J Air Radio. You are listening to J Air eighty eight FM. J Air eighty eight FM.
Welcome to the second hour of 10K Radius, your Friday fill of fun, facts and frivolity, frippery and everything else with an F you can think of. At the moment, it's 11.01 and 23 seconds. And just give you an update on the weather, 19.4 heading for 21. Now, the moment you've all have been anticipating is the Australia Day Awards for the Jews of Australia. Yes, we go through this each year, Gary, and the the uh, King's Birthday Honours List later in the year. And this year we have uh, uh, a lot of people from uh, New South Wales on the list, just scanning through it either. And... Um, Let's start off with the uh, awards, and we wish all these people a heartiest, our heartiest Mazel Tov, Gary, from the 10K Radius crew, member AM in the General Division of the Order of Australia, the First Lady, we acknowledge Dr June Factor from Ivanhoe for significant service to literature, to history and to the community, Kol Hakavod June Factor. She's done a lot with uh, Museums Victoria in the areas of uh, also in education, early childhood development. Uh, she's had a, she's author of a number of publications here, Gary, as well. And um, she's associated with uh, Liberty Victoria, which was formerly known as the Council of uh, Civil, Civil Liberties. Great community worker. Next one uh, from New South Wales. Mazeltov to Professor Stephen. Thanks. Uh, F four. Uh, sorry. F A U X. Foul. Four. four foul. And his uh, foe. Foe. Yes, that's the Faux word. Pas. Faux pas. Exactly. Go. He was awarded. Uh, his for service for significant service to rehabilitation medicine and to medical research. Mazeltov to you, based at the uh, St Vincent's Hospital in Sydney. Stephen Fow 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 Well, yeah, and a whole lot of research he's been involved with, uh, and again, a writer of many uh, medical publications. We go on to another gentleman from New South Wales, Ronald David Furster, for significant service to the community through a range of organisations, including uh, being a board member of Black Dog Institute Foundation for the past eight years and a director there, uh, was president of the JNF for five years, 2004 to 2009, board member of Monty Fury Homes for the Age in Sydney, co-chairman of the Capital Appeal for Masada a while ago, and a great uh, community stalwart. Next one is uh, local boy. Now, he deserves a, a double muzzle of John Foreman, John Gregory Foreman, great... Uh, musician, conductor, and he's been awarded uh, his medal for significant service to the performing arts, particularly music and the community. Don't forget, Gary, he's been doing Carols by Candlelight for oh, 25 plus years. 
He's a, he's a brilliant uh, all-rounder, you know. Aussie Pops Orchestra, he's been director since 2019, conducted there for five years. Uh, Talent Development Project Foundation board member. Uh, he's very involved with the New South Wales School Spectacular which he has hosted for 20 years and been a soloist as well. Uh, he's been director of, as I mentioned, Carols by Candlelight for actually 21 years, Gary. Logie Awards musical director for 13 years. Musical director of the Lord Mayor's Christmas Carols in Brisbane even. I missed the name. Who is it? John Foreman. John Foreman. Household name. Not Very talented boy. It sounds like it. Yeah. Musical director of the Opera Winfrey show, Australian Final. He's been involved with uh, many things. And uh, he Medal of, of the Order of Australia 2015 as well. Next one, a lady from New South Wales, Catherine Tamara Fritz Kalish, for significant service to the corporate sector through development public policy muzzled off to you uh, don't know much about the family Fritz family uh, she's probably involved in the family business there Gary director of TCG group and uh, also a writer of a um, couple of books there Next one is from New South Wales, Professor Julian Colin Gold from Rose Bay for significant service to medicine as a clinical epidemiologist and researcher and to community health. Muzzled off to you. The Albion Centre is involved with Gary. So there's a lot of Sydney people. They're out doing us this year. And the next one is from Sydney, em Emeritus... Professor Gisela Kaplan from Coffs Harbour. Thank you for significant service to science education through research into animal be, uh, behaviour. We go down the list to uh, ah, a Melbourne gentleman we finally found. Gary from Black Rock, Peter John Lewinsky. There's also Michael Barnett. Yep, that'll got come him, on. The, got him? Uh, not quite. I just met briefly about Peter Lewinsky for significant service to the community, to public administration, uh, and to business. Holmes Glen Institute of TAFE and Holmes Glen Foundation, chairman of uh, Emmy Monash Foundation. At currently, yeah, that's his role. He's been involved with Red Cross Society, Essendon Football Club, Furbank Grammar School, a whole portfolio here, Gary. Kolakavod to Peter Lewinsky um, and uh, the next one Gary another Sydney chap oh, the late Jonathan Solomon Pinshaw for service to business and to the Jewish community uh, Sydney again Richard Charles Potok Aurora Education Foundation he was executive officer there for 14 years. Uh, now, here's the personality that you can tell us a bit about, Gary. Vic Al-Hadef. Al-Hadef. Vic Al-Hadef. Yep. For service to the Jewish community and to the media. And uh, 
had a lot to do with the Jewish news. He was, uh, I think, editor at one stage and chief of staff at another stage. Correct. A few years ago. Yeah, the Sydney edition more. Sydney, yeah, he was based in Sydney. Yeah, he's uh, chair of the SBS Community Advisory Committee. At, that's his current role. Uh, I think he's on the board of deputies in Sydney now. Would be, yeah. A spokesman for uh, Keep New, S- New South Wales Safe campaign. Uh, chair of the Multicultural New South Wales Community Relations Commission. He's written a, a playwright, Torn Apart by War. Uh, He's very talented. Very talented. A lot of media awards he's uh, received over the years, including one for the Mardi Gras Media Award uh, back in the year 2000. And uh, President's Award, the New South Wales Jewish Board of Deputies, uh, two years ago. From Victoria now, muzzle off to Dr Vivian Elton for her service to psych psychiatry and to the community uh, now we have uh, George Freund from New South Wales uh, for service to the Jewish community there a volunteer for many organisations and um, next one is from Victoria Peter Stephen Gaspar B'nai B'rith uh, Unit Mitzvah he's involved with former secretary, former treasurer, former committee member, uh, a lot to do with Courage to Care, the the B'nai B'rith Courage to Care. Uh, He's been a member there since 1998, uh, involved with the the Gandal oration as well. He's a former consultant in the food industry. Muzzle tov to you. And to his wife, Gary, Leslie Pamela Gasper, part of the B'nai B'rith Unit Mitzvah, and for all her work with uh, Courage to Care, and for Girl Guides as well, Gary. She was a, an assistant guide leader at Fourth St Kilda back in 1976, and she was there till 1984. Patrol leader, guide, Girl Guides as well for many years. And has received awards from Glenora Council for volunteering. Frank Greenstein from Caulfield North, there Liberal Party. There a couple of Gaspers that played football. Yes. I don't think they're Mishmaka. They may be. Maybe Darren Gasper and Damien Gasper. Could be. I don't know the answer to that one. Gary, I still haven't come to Michael Barnett. We must be down the list. The next one is Frank Greenstein from Caulfield North, Liberal Party of, of Australia, Victoria Division. And uh, a lot of work he's done there, also for the multicultural uh, sector. And uh, he was a founder of Illy's Good Taste Bakery in 2002. Frank Greenstein. Gary Inberg from uh, Rose Bay, New South Wales. Muzzle off to you. A lot of work at this um, Sir Moses Montefiore Jewish Homes there and uh, we're going through the list now Gary to uh, another Sydney lady Dr Starlet Ann Beaumont or Isaacs for service to medicine and community health next one is uh, from Victoria Mazeltov to Tonina Rochelle Joel for service to the community through social welfare institutions and uh 
Victoria again, Barbara Kessel, another uh, great job she's done with Benay Brith Courage to Care and a whole lot of uh, other local organisations. To uh, Devora Ann Komisarov from Caulfield North, service to the Jewish community of Victoria, mainly with uh, the Temple Beth Israel. She's a service leader and musical leader there. And for Kedem Synagogue, she was involved with for many years. Colin Kreitzer from Murrumbina, muzzled off to you for service to the LGBTIQ community, a volunteer there for many years. Muzzled off to you and his work with Aleph Melbourne. Uh, Peter Le- Levi from Brighton, service to business and to the community. Muzzled off to you, Peter. Uh, founding director of Toy Kingdom Buying Group back in 1983 and involved with the Temple Beth Israel and the King David School amongst a host of other local communities. Uh, Dr. Arnie Rubenstein from Malumbimbi. Malumbimbi. He got an award for service to youth. Mazel tov to you. And uh, Rose Temple from Rose Bay for service to the Jewish community. Mazel tov to you. Michael Barnett is not on my list, Gary. Yeah, I think he got one last year. Could be in last year, but we uh, acknowledge from Aleph, the other chap, uh, Colin Kreitzer, for all his work there. Muzzles off to everyone and continue the good work. So it was, I think, New South Wales beat us this year in the awards. Give it to that. Yeah, and also no, I can't see any from Perth or the other states this year, dominated by. Um, they seceded, didn't they? Yeah, dominated by new yeah. people from New South Wales and Victoria. Mazeltov, Kolhakavod, and uh, keep up the good work. Fantastic. Shall we have a bit of music? Good, good choice, Gary. We'll, we'll play the London Klezmer Quartet. A Gute Nacht. And the London Klezmer Quartet is flying at the Ballarat Shul on the 25th of this month. For tickets, get in touch with, was it Try Booking? No cash at the door. $50. Bring a gold nugget. $50 plus afternoon tea. That, that's a bit here. And here's a sample of what you can hear. Thank you. 
it's a London Klezmer Quartet with a song called A Gute Nacht, A Good Night. A bit slow for my liking. Yeah. I, like, I like my Klezmer a bit more boppy. Upbeat. Upbeat. Yeah, I like it as well. So, don't go to sleep. Now we want to bring you some, not breaking news. I don't know what breaking news is. Having been a journalist for 50 years, I've never heard of the word breaking news. Supposed to mean it's more important than anything else. Breaking news. Could be a verb or a, a noun. Our late friend Nathan used to use it a lot. Breaking news. Yeah. I've got no idea what it means. It's Hold off the press. It's just a popular mm. popular press mm. label. Anyway, let's uh, bring you some breaking news. Oh, a couple of days ago. The major vacuum cleaner retailer, Godfrey's, goes into administration, voluntary administration. They went bust, <laughs> Gary. <laughs> yes. And I believe... They got sucked in. <laughs> 50 uh, stores uh, are going. Uh, well, 54. Yeah, and a lot of sacking. And 193 people might lose their jobs. Yeah. Gary, they're, they've been losing money for a long time, they said, and... Uh, what I'm reading here is they breached a covenant on an overdrawn $31.3 billion loan. 31.3 billion. billion loan. That's a lot of money wow. for a vacuum cleaner. Yeah. Salesman. Now, it's saying that the uh, collapse uh, came about um, with, uh, you know, all these uh, the opposition there. You've got... Um, Amazon, you've got Kogan, you've got uh, the good guys, but the main one they're talking about is Harvey Norman. They've given him a real uh, a, a blow. <laughs> At, uh, they've had lots of opposition lately, and uh, they just can't compete, you know? It's a different world out there now. Price Waterhouse uh, and C. PwC has been appointed voluntary administrators of its business. Mm. Yes. Uh, Coopers, I think. That's yeah, let's see what the <coughs> figures are. Uh, for the 12 months, July 2022 showed a net loss of 4.24 million from a profit of 1.48 million one year earlier. Sales reached 170 a mile. Nine million, slightly up on the year prior, but net debts jumped from 6.55 million to 18.78 million in those 12 months. Mm. Oh, it ain't good for a company that started. I think I'll give a little uh, insight. But 1933, <laughs> and coincidentally, Gary, we had a son of the founder, uh, Trevor Cohen, in the studio exactly. To the day, I think, from memory, uh, uh, as a guest, Trevor Cohen, son of the late Godfrey Cohen, who set up the empire, telling us about how his uh, family started this great business, you know, with those commercials. They, they were everywhere. They, they hit yeah. the, the advertising media very strongly. And they had that ad with the, um, the bowling ball, Gary. The bowling ball. <laughs> Do you believe it? Very light. Uh, light. Yeah. And, uh, anyway, that, uh, in, and a, in a statement, the administrator said, yeah. I'm quoting off the ABC website. Good. 
the administrator said Godfrey's business will continue to trade while it undergoes an immediate, in inverted commas, structure, restructure of its operations, which is expected to result in the closure of 54 shops and the mm-hmm. loss of 193 staff in the next 14 days. Godfrey's was listed on the ASX for four years, floating at $2.75 per share. The company was taken private by one of its original owners. We talked about him then, uh, John Johnson, at 33.5 cents per share in 2018. Mr Johnson uh, died at 100 only months after the purchase, joined the company in 1936, Gary, and uh, five years after it opened its first store in Melbourne. Gee, that's that's a big drop, isn't it? The ABC says it was... Established in 1931. Mm, different reports, yeah. Yeah, different, different. And Godfrey's evolved to become one of the world's one of the world's biggest vacuum cleaner retailers, mm. and operated 141 shops, employing more than 600 people across New Zealand and yeah. Australia. A lot of them were franchises as well. But uh, Godfrey Cohen, as you mentioned, started it in 1931. At its peak, it had more than 220 company and franchise-owned stores around Australia and New Zealand. Uh, they went into everything. After uh, You know, they went into cleaning products and um, the robot vacuums, you know, the, yeah. the latest stuff. Um, from selling um, door-to-door, he started got the late Godfrey Cohen with... Um, he bought uh, a number of vacuum cleaners at, at an auction and put them on sale in his uh, family's furniture store when uh, vacuum cleaners were only sold uh, door-to-door in those times. And then this guy, John Johnson, who I just spoke about, he came across the business and the uh, he became his shittiv in Yiddish, he was partner for many years over a simple handshake and they opened the first Godfrey store at the uh, Paran Market forming a partnership that lasted over 70 years. And uh, they went into steam mops, carpet shampooers, and I mentioned the robot, the robotic vacuums, hand-stick vacuums, wet and dry vacuums. I the, bought one from them in Caulfield. I'm very happy with the North on Road. I think I told you, I've still got the uh, red Volta from Godfrey's. It's been probably 30 years and it hasn't broken down. Crikey, you're living <laughs> in repairs now, uh, Godfrey Cohen, the founder, died in 2004. And Godfrey's was sold then to private equity companies, Pacific Equity Partners and CCMP Capital Asia for, Gary, $350 million in 2006. And it was relisted on the uh, Stock Exchange, Securities Exchange in 2014, but it was subsequently delisted from the ASX in July 2018 uh, after John Johnson, who, who we talked about, uh, proposed a private takeover of the company. He died soon after the su- successful takeover. He was 100, as I mentioned, and his company already owned 28% of the shares prior to the takeover. Big story, and uh, if you want to learn more about the history of uh, Godfrey's, buy that book that uh, the, the family's produced. We had Trevor Cohen talking about it 
in in live on Jay Air uh, as I about a year ago, but I've forgotten the name of the book, Gary. You might have a want to look it up. Okay. And uh, people can have a fascinating story about the uh, Godfrey's. The whole family put together the history. I'll just type Godfrey's book. Yep. Won many awards uh, over the years. Power Retail's Top 100 Online Retailers Award. And uh, it's it's part of Australia, especially when it was sold for $300 million in, uh, 18 years ago. I can't, I can't see, oh, hang on. No, I can't see. Oh, we'll find out when we have a commercial break, uh, musical break, Gary will give the listeners some more details about that book where they can, I think he, he mentioned they can buy it at most uh, bookshops around this side of town, uh, Trevor was talking about. Never mind, Gary. Okay. That's That was our main uh, twatum for today, talking about the... Unfortunately, a lot of people are going to be out of work. They estimate something like 400 people from the Godfrey's stores, but the, 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 they'll still continue, but in a scaled-down way. That's the well, trend. It'll be uh, restructured. Mm, yeah. Usually that means everyone gets a flick. <laughs> well, they'll sell more li- more online, cut back their costs and... Uh, Shut yeah. a lot of those oh, I stores. I still like to shop in person, especially for yeah, for things like that, electrical. Well, you don't know, a big lump of a thing turns <laughs> up on your doorstep one day, and you don't know if it works. And trying to get it back to the point of sale is uh, almost mission impossible. Mm. Here's a little song by Klezmania, not um, London Klezmer Quartet. It's called "The Tale of the Kangaroo." Oh, I better click the right button. This sounds a bit like Rolf Harris. years ago I was feeling kind of weary and the horse was going slow when out of the darkness a Kretschmer came in sight didn't need an invitation on this cold and lonely night the voices from within they sang a wedding song the band called out hey Klezmer do you want to play along I took out my bass fiddle and I joined the frail of sound even Zedemois joined in as they all danced around well, do it on the squeeze box, played up and down the scale. Label blew the clarinet, could really make it wail. Freddy said, Life here is hard, there's trouble in this land. We're heading for Australia, pack your fiddle, join our band. Singing to Reliar, We bought a horse and hitched a dray down in Melbourne town. The food was good, the sun was hot, and we got tanned and brown. We rode up to a pub one day and saw a happy crowd. Mick Tyburn on with Sheila, play it fast and play it loud. There was movement at the 
the station for the word had got around The rouseabouts and cockies, they just love that klezmer sound The dance halls ring to the sound of stamping feet We put a bit of klezmer to an old Australian beat Klezmania, tail of the kangaroo, tail of the klezma kangaroo, KK, kangaroo klezma. Now, Max, you went to see a picture during the week. Let's do a bit of a film review and also talk, put this segment together with the lives of others today, Gary. Yes. Because uh, we'll talk about a gentleman by the name of Sir Nicholas Winton shortly. But uh, OBE, OBE, Gary. Yes. First of all, I'll talk about this f- great movie that I went to see during the week. One Life. It's called, and it stars Anthony Hopkins and Johnny Flynn. Anthony Hopkins plays the older version of uh, of uh, Nicholas Winton, and uh, Johnny Flynn plays the young version, and Helena Bonham Carter plays the mother. Nice Jewish girl. Yep, of uh, the the young uh, Nicky Winton, they call him in the movie. Anyway, a great movie. I thoroughly recommend going to this. And you you do shed a few tears, Gary, because this is a a great movie. And he's, uh, he's dubbed... Nicholas Winton is actually dubbed as the British Schindler because he rescued 669 Czech Jewish children from the Nazi um, occupation of Czechoslovakia in in a matter of um, nine months, Gary, before the actual war broke out. 1938-39. Correct, Gary. And on top of that, and this was his one regret, it should have been another 250 plus more, but they were already on this last Czech kinder transport. I'll, I'll explain the difference later, but the Nazis caught them. That's uh, one of the climax of, of the film. Uh, Winton uh, coordinated uh, rescue efforts with uh, refugee workers in Prague and uh, raised the funds huge amounts and sought foster families to care for these uh, kids in Britain eventually and it was known as the Czech Kindert Transport. Um, we'll, and we'll just talk about... Um, He's, he, in the movie, it talks about him, his early days, Nicky uh, Winton. He doubts his Jewishness because the the family is not a uh, religious Jewish family. Um, they don't observe any festivals. He doubts his Jewishness until a meeting with a, uh, probably the chief rabbi in Prague at the time. And uh, he looks through, the, you know, they talk and they said, you're 100% Jewish. And the rabbi says to him, 
He taught, learns about this project he's doing and all the, the great work to rescue the, the, the children. His words were to, to Nicholas, don't start something that you can't finish. Al titzel mesha'loh techol letamei. Is quoted in the movie. There's some powerful words there. He's meeting with the rabbi in Prague, the young uh, Nicholas Winton. And uh, we go on to talk about the movie and then we'll talk a bit about the the outstanding career, MBE of uh, Sir Nicholas George Winton. Um, As I mentioned, the movie stars uh, Anthony Hopkins, Johnny Flynn, Helena Bonham Carter and Jonathan Price. And the movie tells the inspiring true story of Sir Nicholas, known also as Nicky Winton, whose unsung endeavours on the eve of World War II saved more than 600 children, as I mentioned, 669 to be exact, from their doom at the hands of the Nazis. Nicky considered himself a banker, not a humanitarian. Yet when he visited a a recently annexed Prague in uh, 1938 and saw the state of the fleeing Jewish refugees, he did what he believed was the right thing to do, the thing that anyone would do, and dedicated himself to the cause. War was approaching, and it was a race against time. How many children could he liberate before it ran out, was the question. Fifty years later, it's 1988, and Nicky is haunted by the fate of the children he wasn't able to help, the 250-plus. And so it's not until he's surprised... Uh, by the survivors on live television that he can accept that when facing devastating atrocities, saving even one life is a victory and the British public learn the truth about the hero hidden in their midst. He comes onto that show, Gary, um, That's Life, it was called in the 80s. Do you remember? It was hosted by that lady. I don't know much about her. That shows up in the movie. And he quotes... In England. In England. If something is not impossible, then there must be a way to do it. They're his famous words. Sir Nicholas Winton, he was born in 1909 and died in 2015. A great performance by Anthony Hopkins, Gary, in this movie. And, uh, you know, it traces his childhood and unnoticed, as I mentioned, for 50 years until 1988 when he goes, when he's actually invited to go on BBC's program, That's Life. Mm. And the reunion with the uh, the kinder, the children that he saved and got through is something that will shed a tear, Gary. Well, highly recommended movie, One Life. Uh, we talk about his background there's a documentary floating around that was aired on Czech television in 2002 called The Power of Good, Nicholas Winton. Mm. He was born as George Wertheim on the 19th of May 1909 in Hampstead, London. And he died on the 1st of July 2015, age 106. 
at Wexham Park Hospital in Slough, Berkshire, England. And uh, a military career he had, Royal Air Force, uh, flight lieutenant, um, British hero of the Holocaust Order of the White Lion, and... He's much decorated. Much decorated. He was made an honorary citizen of Prague mm. in the Czech Republic. Yep. In 2003, he was knighted by Queen Elizabeth II for services to humanity in, in saving the Jewish children from Nazi-occupied Czechoslovakia. Other awards there, yes, you mentioned, Gary. Order of the White Lion. Got that one first class by the Czech president, Milos Zeman in 2014. Now, I know you have a lot to do with Prague over the years. Gary, you mentioned uh, some There's of the history. There's a Holocaust memorial mm. in the, the main station in Prague, Hafnida yeah. Draghi, uh, the main railway station of the, of the Prague metro, and it depicts uh, hands on a window uh, or a railway carriage um, just you can't see any faces or anything, but it, it's hands reaching out to the glassless uh, window in the rail carriage. Quite moving. Mm, would be. And yeah. you, um, when you use a Prague Metro, you can walk past it and admire it and respect what the people who did mm. for mm. the Holocaust survivors. Yeah, we must never forget, Gary. The, um, his parents were German Jews who moved to uh, London and then they changed their surname from Wertheim to Winton in an effort at integration. They also converted to Christianity and he was actually baptised. That's why he doubts his Jewishness until he's meeting with the rabbi in Prague. And uh, what a... What a uh, uh, an effort he did and there's a lot of it says on the last train load of children left Prague on August 2 1939 mm. rescue activity ceased when Germany invaded Poland and Britain declared war on Germany in early September 39 so they were just in case August September they were just in time to rescue some 669 yeah. kids at school he was uh, an outstanding fencer they mentioned and uh was selected for the British team in 1938 and he hoped to compete in the following Olympics but they were cancelled because of World War Two. The rest is history. Gary, today on 10K Radius we've uh, dedicated the segment Lives of Others to the late Sir Nicholas Winton. And do yourself a favour because and go and see this movie. Where's it showing? At most of the village cinemas and at the classic as oh, well. Okay. It's been showing a couple of weeks. And don't forget, Gary, it was uh, a birthday this week. One of our station identities, Molly Meldrum, 81, early oh, in the really? week. His famous line, do yourself a favour and go and see this movie, One Life. Oh, well, I could probably get Molly up. Here's Molly. And play his little thing. Molly Meldrum. Shalom. This is Molly and you are listening to Jay Air. Shalom. This is Molly and you are listening to Jay Air. Twice for good measure. We've got time for a song? 
Yes, we have Gary, yeah. I'll play Chava uh, Alperstein, Donna Donna. Only goes for with the best 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 music best music i love the music the best music jr 88fm now it's time for yiddish of the week yeah we missed yiddish the uh, last week Gary, because we had uh, too many things to do oh holocaust survivors in the studio in the first hour and we thank them for coming in uh, david schulberg's mother Zula, Zula Schulberg, thank you again for coming in. We had uh, Jane Corman talking about her mother, who wasn't in the studio but is a hundred years old. What was the name of the ship they were on? The Eridan. Eridan. My parents were on as well. And the other um, lady from the Eridan was the 97 year old Holocaust survivor, um, Inka Weinstein. Weinstein. Yeah, thank you again for coming in and thank David for organising last week's uh, one-hour yeah, show. It's had a, a very good reaction on our website, lots of downloads. Beautiful. Listening to their story. Yep, that was a great... It should never be forgotten. Mm. It's time for some Yiddish. And we wish you all the Zeherers Shabbos, and and mit Redner Puverte in Yiddish. Er ist ein Stickfleisch mit zwei Eugen. This is Jewish wit, Gary, today. Say it again, I wasn't Yiddish wit. Er ist ein Stickfleisch mit zwei Eugen. So eggs is something with a. Eugen, Eugen, Eugen. Eyes. Yeah, he's a piece of meat, fleisch, yeah. with two eyes. These are <laughs> JewishWit.com oh, right. I'm reading today. He's a piece of meat with two eyes. Er is a stick, fleisch mit zwei Eugen. Oh, he is. Yes. Go on. 
<lacht> Als Gott hat geteilt dem Seichel, bist du geschlafen. Something about God brains. Yeah, most, pretty much right, Gary. When God was um, handing out brains, yeah, this doling fellow, out brains, doling you, out brains. Hey, this fellow you, was asleep. He was asleep, like a schlafen. Uh, we'll do one more. Here we go, Gary. Um, Keep going. Er is the pupik von der Welt. Something about the stomach around the, of, of the world. He's a, a good eater. Pupik, er is the pipik von der Welt. He's the belly button of the world. Yes. That'll do. A couple so of Yiddish lines for today. We'll have more next week. On 88JFM. And this is 10K Radio. It's every Friday at 10 till noon. Got about 12 minutes left, Gary. For the Pasha of the to Week. To discuss a bit of this. JR 88FM. We just play the membership Duverberry. Just to remind you. Enjoy listening to JR. Support us and become a member by visiting our website, j air.com.au. And the Pasha of the Week on the 20, to be read on the 24th of Shabbat. 5,784 is Yisro, or Jethro. It's found in Exodus 18.1. Yisro. Candles yes. are lit this evening at 8.15. Shabbos ends at 9.15, giving you a 25-hour Shabbos. In this Sedra tomorrow, Gary, one of the most important events in Jewish history is read. The giving of the Ten Commandments, the Aseris Hadibrois. Right, Gary? So it's the question is, why would you name a sedra Yisroi when there's so much more important things? The, uh, the giving of the, the Torah was a, 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 an event that took place never to be repeated, Gary, on the 6th of Sivan in the Jewish year 2488. Doesn't make much sense to me. <laughs> so the parish Yisro is named after a chap who converted uh, Jethro or Yisro was actually a, the the chief or a, the sheikh of Midian, but he uh, rejected idol worship and converted to Judaism. And this sedra is named after him. There are fifty four sedras in in the Torah, and uh, there's a couple of other names that they're named after. Noah's another one, Chaisora, Bolak, Pinchas, and Korach. The fact that not even Moses has a sedra named after him, or Abraham, Avraham, or other, or our matriarchs, uh, Rivka, Rachel, Leah, they don't have a parasha, tells us something that this is something special. And as I mentioned, he was one of Pharaoh's advisors, the priest of Midian, and after witnessing the miracles that God uh, sent for Israel, he and his family converted and uh, later on, he became Moses' father-in-law. Moses married his daughter Zipporah, and uh, they had two sons, Gershon and Eliezer. And I could only find one other reference to Yitro in the Torah after this, as he has been given some land in Jericho later on. 
And as I mentioned, the portion tomorrow that we read contains the most significant event in Jewish history, the very foundation of Judaism, the revelation and the giving of the Torah at Har Sinai, at Mount Sinai, Gary. And some interesting facts. The Ten Commandments were given on a Shabbos in the year 2448, the Jewish year, on the 6th of 7, 50 days after the Exodus. And uh, for 26 generations since Adam's creation, Hashem had wanted to transmit to mankind the precious Torah, which had preceded the creation of the universe. This is what they write, Gary. It preceded the creation of the universe. 22,000 chariots. <laughs> well, yeah. You got to believe something. Yeah, 22,000 chariots and angels descended with Hashem at Mount Sinai. 600,000 males between the ages of 20 to 60 and many more older men, women and children and others were there. Several million were living witnesses to this event, the giving of the, of the Torah, Matan Torah at Har Sinai. And it talks about the sound of the shofar filled the world and there was thunder and lightning. God's voice reverberated from one corner of the earth to the other. The Bnei Yisrael not only heard God's voice, but actually saw the sound waves as they emerged. Hashem's from Hashem's mouth. They visualized them as a fiery substance, in inverted commas, and they, finally this fiery substance engraved itself on the luchos, the tablets. And uh, we read tomorrow, the, it's also called the Decalogue, Gary, Gary the Aseris at Dibros, the Ten Commandments. And it's interesting, the... Uh, the symmetry of the tablets. Five commandments on the first tablets deal with man's relationship with God. And the second tablet, the other five commandments, has, uh, well, it, it concerns man's relationship with his fellow man. The Ten Commandments are the totality of the Torah. The 613 uh, precepts, the mitzvahs, are contained in its 620 letters, Gary. So the other seven uh, letters, they say, are made up, uh, refer to the seven days of creation. And this comes to teach us that the entire world was created for the sake of the Torah. And the Kabbalah says that the Torah existed before the world was created. It is the blueprint of the world. That's what we're reading tomorrow, Gary, in Shul. And we only read it two other times throughout the year. You, you'd think we'd read it quite a few times. you think you'd read it every week. Yeah, but it's not. We read it tomorrow in this portion of Yisro. We read it again on Shavuot, the giving of the Torah. And then later on in the year, finally in the, uh, the fifth book of uh, the Torah, in Sedra Veshanan. In Devorim, we read it uh, again. So there you go, Gary, a bit about Yisro, a bit about the Torah. Uh, we know there's a written law and the oral law. Yeah. 
It was it was offered to all the other nations, Gary. They say, and uh, they all rejected it because they there was murderers, there was you know Ghanavs, and they they didn't go by the law. <laughs> then it was offered finally to the Yidden, and they uh, God good said, old, "Good old take ten. Yeah. <laughs> That's the joke, Gary. And they said, "Would would would uh, you like the Ten Commandments?" And they asked, "How much are they?" You know, in that Yiddish fashion, how much yeah. did they cost? They, God replied, they don't cost anything. In that case, we'll take two, <laughs> as yeah. Gary said. That's a classic joke. Anyway, that's uh, that's about it, Gary. That's um, about it for our program too. Well, we've got a couple of minutes to talk about. You've got the written got law minutes. and the oral law, Gary, the two parts, the Torah. Written law, written Torah contains the five books of Moses, the prophets, and the writings, together with the written Torah. Moses was also given the oral law, which explains and clarifies the written law. It was transmitted orally from generation to generation and eventually transcribed in the Talmud and the Midrash. The word Torah means instruction or guide or to learn. The word mitzvah means both commandment and connection. There are 613 commandments. Positives, the do's, numbering 248, are equivalent to the number of organs in the human body, and the 365 negative commandments, the the don't do's, are equivalent to the number of blood vessels in the human body. Through yeah, organs? I don't think we've got 248 organs. Limbs. Limbs refers to. 248... uh, Number of organs in the human body, yeah. Organs, uh, blood vessels, and, or, and limbs. They're talking about here, I reckon. I reckon it's bones as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, through the study of Torah and fulfilment of mitzvot, 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 we connect ourselves and our environment to God. God's purpose in creating the world is that we sanctify all of creations and. Saturated with holiness and spirituality. That's all about the Ten Commandments, which we will read tomorrow, Gary. Let's talk about uh, one more shout out to Hatsola before we, you sign off, Gary. A shout out to them each week before I forget. Their phone number is 1800 613 613. Get in touch with them 24 7. Uh, response and they work in conjunction with Ambulance Victoria You've been listening to 10K Radius brought to you by MGM Productions Today we heard all about Nicholas Winton via a film review saviour of some 670 odd children from the Holocaust and we heard about all the people that won awards at the Australia Day Honours in the lives of others. And now we're going to sign off until next week. And as usual, we dedicate this program to the six million who cannot tell their story today. We thank you for listening. Tune in again next week for 10K Radius on JR 88 FM. Good Shabbos, everybody. Good Shabbos. Good Shabbos.